We're going to Slam Dunk Festival. You should be jealous. If you aren't jealous, then you should be jealous. And if you have no idea what Slam Dunk Festival is, Sophie, what is Slam Dunk Festival? It's basically what Warped was in USA. It's what we have in the UK, but on a smaller level. Um, Very true. It's good. Who's it's playing this good. year? We're got, be I want to go see Paris, Scene oh. Queen. Wait, who's who's playing? <gasps> Paris, Scene Queen is who I'm going to go see for short. Um... Who else? <laughs> this is so bad. I get excited about festivals. And I don't even know who's playing. That says a lot, doesn't it? Wait, let me. Malevolence are playing. Offspring are headlining. Enter Shikari are going to be there. How could you forget Enter Shikari? Oh, oh yeah. How could I forget the one that remembered it? And you're the one who couldn't remember anyone. We've got Enter Shikari, The Offspring, <laughs> Billy Talent, Bowling for Soup, Less Than Jake, Creeper, Four Years Strong, Malevolence, Holding Absence, Trash Boat, Maggie Lindemann, No Offense, Scene Queen, Real Friends. Uh, All right, that's enough now. So Anyone many. who's not going will be so jealous. Anyway, but, we'll be there. But you should say the important bit. Um, we're going to be there with Knotfest. So, uh, you know, Yay! if you're around the Knotfest stage and you're seeing any of the Knotfest bands, keep an eye out for me and Sophie. We will be there boogieing, being groovy, talking to bands, doing stuff. What? What? Okay, we'll see you there. Okay, see you there. Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kane. Yasmin Suman. Hello. Me. Oh, you see, there's two types of people in this world. Sometimes when you hear hello, do you go, it's me, or um, hello? What's the Lionel Richie one? Anyway, never mind. Is it me or looking for There you go, there you go. Music journalist Sophie K. Oh, yeah, because I write about Lionel Richie all the time. Um, So, this week's episode is My I Googled. My I Googled. Lay it on me, Sophie. Wait, people might not know what I Googled is. I Googled is basically where we Google something for five minutes and then go down a rabbit hole. And do an episode on it. We just Google something that we've always wanted to know and then we share it with you. Some of you might know the stuff we've, we've I Googled already, but it might be new. It might be new. I will say we're not experts. Um, the whole point yeah. of this is that we're not experts. It's a really dumb idea that we made because we were like, this is easy and we're stupid. So here we are. So I here we are. I googled, and I tell you what I googled. What oh did my you god! Oh, I, I actually don't know. Usually, I'll know beforehand. I don't know. I went deep into a realm that I'm not sure I want to go into. I'm not sure I even spent long enough looking into it. But I have more information on why everybody hates Nickelback. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, uh- why? Why these levels of hatred for Nickelback? I've never fully understood. So I went into it. I went into it. Sophie, famously known as Nickelback's biggest fan. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't class myself as Nickelback's biggest fan. I'm a if fan. You I like Sophie K. A photo of you and Nickelback comes up. <sighs> I know. I hate my colleagues at work for doing that. I hate them for doing that. <laughs> It's like, it's not me looking fine or anything like that. It's just me and Chad Kroger with a love heart. Just one singular love heart. The rest of the band scribbled out as well. I know this. <laughs> I, I've stalked you religiously. Um, why Why does everyone hate Nickelback? Tell me. I don't know. Personally, so here's the thing. I, as a Gen Z, I didn't really grow up in the like, knowing who Nickelback was, hating Nickelback, and then 
kind of liking Nickelback era. Like that was that was before my time. So I knew that everyone hated Nickelback by the time that I was old enough to consume music and be in the scene. But I was like, I don't know, kind of kind of rocks. Like I remember when Photograph, look at this graph, when that went viral. I <laughs> yeah, was you 14, know, you know Nickelback from Vine. I know Nickelback from Vine and from memes. I don't know them <laughs> as I don't know them as musicians. <laughs> but they're having a resurgence right now on TikTok because there is this weird thing happening on TikTok. If you don't know, where a lot of Emo fans are getting into what they call divorce dad rock. Divorce dad rock! Which I think is the funniest genre name yeah. I've ever heard of in my life. Who else is a divorce dad rock? You know, I hate them and personally I don't support anything that they stand for and anything they've said in the past. Trapped is divorce dad rock. Ah, oh, trapped. Five finger death punch, divorce dad rock. Are they divorce dad rock? They are divorce dad rock. They I are divorce dad rock. Breaking Benjamin, divorce Breaking dad rock. Breaking Benjamin, Hinder. I'm really good at this. I don't know why. Hinder. Hind- yeah, yeah. Hinder oh, one hundred. Oh, Seether. Um, Shine down. <laughs> Shine down are also in that category. Yeah, yeah. And that's the first thing that I questioned, Jasmine, because I was like, why does the scene like just allow Hinder, Creed, Shine down, all of these bands, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. But they hate Nickelback so much, and musically, I know all musicians think they're more advanced, but musically. I can't hear a massive difference between a lot of those bands and Nickelback. There's not, it's not like, a, if you're to sit someone down with a gun to their head and go, are these completely different genres of music? They're under the divorce dad rock umbrella. I guess. It's kind of the same as when everyone hated on Limp Biscuit for making new metal when like everyone else was making new metal as well. Like, I mean, granted, Limp Biscuit really took their own spin on it, but I, I guess you're right. That's the thing. Limp Biscuit were different. Like you could, like, but you could Nickelback hear the difference. Is just like, like every other like divorced dad rock. But I like that we have a genre for it because when you say that, I immediately know what you mean. <laughs> no. Like I could list the bands off the top of my head because it's so. It's like, I Americans won't get it, but if you're not from America. It's very America patriotism. So you're talking Yeehaw. radio rock, that kind of like no. the friendly radio rock, but with heavier riffs. That's divorce yeah. dad rock. Even even Daughtry, who has had success, I think he had success from uh, American Idol. Mm. Even he's divorce dad rock. But anyway, anyway, anyway. So, do you want to find out where I went in my timed rabbit hole? Go on. I've just thought of something though. Divorce dad rock. What is the opposite? Sexy single mom rock. Motley Crue. Kiss. Oh, really? Do you think that's the opposite? Mm, Motley Crue. I would say of... the opposite is Riot Girl. No, that's that's feminism. That's like woo, yeah. But yeah. Like, singy, single, sexy, like middle-aged women listen to eighties hair metal and seventies rock. So you're trying to say, like, divorced mum rock. What would divorced mum rock be? Yeah, but div- the opposite of divorced dad rock is single hot mum rock, which is either I think- very important. It's either 70s and 80s rock and metal, or it's the early 2000s, like Stacey's mum, Blink-182. No, I'm coming for you. Yes. I'm going to... Listen, I tell you, single divorced mums, before they go out on a date, I'll tell you what they're listening to. They're listening to the dirty songs that they learned how to twerk and drop it low that are like hip-hop and r&b from the early noughties so d- the opposite to divorce dad rock you underestimate 
how I can throw ass to anything. And yes, this I wasn't about you for a moment. In my fifties, <laughs> you better believe I'm throwing ass to Beartooth. You're gonna yeah. see me. I will FaceTime you when I'm fifty. I love that. Single, that divorced, mum. Mum music is like and sweat drip down my balls. Ah, skeet skeet motherfucker. Ah, skeet skeet goddamn. Get low and that song as well. Is like sweat dripping down. No, what's that song? Um, you just stick like, inside, walk right in. Na, na, na. Hey hey hey. Uh, uh, pour some sugar on me. <laughs> in the name of like those sexy seventies <laughs> eighties songs. That's. Single mothers, chime in. No, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, why anyway, is it? Really- anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to it, back to it. So, I found out that it seems that a lot of the hatred for Nickelback comes from outside of the music. So, people rip on the music because they actually just don't like Chad Kroger himself. So, the first thing I found that I could not believe, mm. I was very shocked in 2012 chad kroger made one of the most ridiculous uh, not self-aware comments um really bizarre so he was speaking to playboy and he bragged about drinking a box of beer and alleged that he performed fellatio on himself <laughs> he said i drank 13 coronas in a row once in camo san lucas and the little flap that seals off your stomach and keeps the food from coming back up your throat. I fucked that up. I can get a Corona down in five or six seconds. So I think what he was saying is that he put a Corona bottle, he deep throated a Corona bottle and just poured it into his gullet. I think that's maybe what he's saying. I feel like if a woman did it, it would be hot, but because it's Chad Kroger and he's someone's dad and he's deep throating a Corona, it's a bit cringe. I feel like if it was somebody from a super heavy metal band as well, it would be like if it was a thrash metal band, and they were like, "Yeah, man, we totally." So I don't know. It's, okay, it's divorced dad rock. It's sad. It's sad. It it makes me think that divorced he's... dads aren't sad. No, they're but hot. It, they are, but I'm thinking it's giving me like alone for the weekend. Kids are with my ex, and I'm just sad. He was in his twenties. He was in his twenties at this point. That makes it worse. When he did that. Okay, what, on so a it's... scale of one to ten, ten being the worst, one being the least, I'd say that's like a seven. Really? Maybe a six. Okay, a six. A safe six. I mean, you've done stupid things in your 20s. Yeah, but... Yeah. No comment. Anyway, next okay. one. Um, so, here's the main thing I think that a lot of people have accused him for, and I'm, I agree with this, but I'm also going to call bullshit on this, is the misogyny that's in the lyrics. Um, and so songs like Something in Your Mouth has lyrics like you're so much cooler when you never pull it out because you look so much cuter with something in your mouth mm. which is a bit gross it's very very gross it is very gross but 2003 yeah continue continue give me some more lyrics give me some 2003 the track Figured You Out contains the line I love your lack of self-respect while you're passed out on the deck I love my hands around your neck that's, and then in, that's in 2008, he sang, sex is always the answer. It's never a question. Oh, I was going to be like, well, everyone in the 2000s was misogynistic. That was what slapped. Misogyny do be kind of slapping. Misery business comes on, the feminism comes off. You know what I mean? But that's giving me kind of rapey vibes. And that's where I draw. The- like, we can all be like bitches and hoes, but don't. 
don't be disrespecting people like that. When I say disrespect me, I mean slap me, but don't. I yeah. So I was like, this is misogynistic, yes. But what I find ironic is all of the people who are calling it misogynistic, a lot of them themselves were don't act like you didn't live through that era yeah, and you don't you know how consumed it someone had to buy those records so to go through not even that yasmin like society's culture and how it was back then so for example there was a film called new guy um and this one is very difficult to watch it has a lot of misogyny a lot of cultural appropriation and they have a scene where tony hawk just randomly happens to be at a high school party trying to pick up girls for some reason that wouldn't fly today that wouldn't fly yeah, um, especially because he's older now I'd be like sir do you need me to help you get down the stairs or like... there was one this gold finger where um, Sean Connery slaps a woman on the ass to okay. dismiss her while James saying Bond? man talk I don't know I was too busy getting bitches in high school to watch that kind of stuff you were probably not born um, so 2005's The 40 Year Old Virgin 2008's How to Lose Friends and Alienate People and even 2003's Freaky Friday all contra- contain a lot of transphobia I'm not saying Nickelback are transphobic but it's just like this transphobia racism misogyny was so standard back then yeah it was so standard it was so normalized uh, another film 2002 sorority boys has three troublesome college students decide to dress up as a group of women so they can infiltrate a gang of female students called dogs and the film's portrayal of like female characters is pretty bad so i was looking at that and i was looking at the time that they were being so misogynistic that the films are mis- like American Pie and things like that. Oh my god, like American that. Pie was. Ugh. But like, I think I'll, I'll always say this. You know, when um, we critique media with a modern lens, we need to be very aware that even ten years ago, things were fucked. Mm. Like now, things are fucked. Things are still fucked. Like we have not, we have not achieved moral, uh, you know, goodness. Utopia, like we are not yeah. at a point where we're like all the problems in the world are solved. There's still so many problems. <laughs> like. So I think it's kind of like one of those things where it's like there's there's bigger problems going on right now that we need to deal with instead of critiquing mm. art that was made at a certain time and is specific to that time. There was also, I think there was an incident with Chad Kroger with drink driving. I don't know about that, so oh I can't talk too much about that. 2013 to 2015, everyone was talking about the fact he married Avril Lavigne. <gasps> and Avril Lavigne actually defended Chad Kroger against Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> The guy like who this, invented Facebook? This is how random it gets, Yasmin. So Mark Zuckerberg put out some advert where it was like asking a smart speaker to play Nickelback, play a good Nickelback song. And then the smart speaker's like, there are no good Nickelback songs type thing. Some kind of thing like that. And then so Avril was like defending chat, all that. Kind of, so it's, it's uh, that's another thing. Mm. But these aren't, to me, these aren't core reasons to hate them so much. Like there are bands who've done way worse and still aren't hated i don't know if i'm jumping the gun and ruining your entire thing and just pulling the wool from under you or the mat from under you whatever the saying is i don't know i'm not an old wife um have you tried to go on reddit and see what people say about nickelback reddit no but i did find one other thing okay so mine is mine is this is the last thing that i'll go into and then you can tell me what you found on reddit so I think it's all down to Slipknot. And yet again, 
we bring it back to Slipknot. You mean our bosses, Sophie? You mean yeah, the guy so who be, pays I'll my be, rent every month? I'll be careful. I'll be careful what I say here. The guy okay? who pays my rent. The guy who pays our rents every month, Sophie. Go on. Go so on. I've always been Dig us this hole. <laughs> I've said this I've said this before on the pod on the pod before we were part of Knotfest. I have always been te- I've always like gone, I don't know what the big deal is about until Chad Kroger started to fight with Corey Taylor. And then I'm like, mate, I'm not backing you on this because I'll always take Corey's side. And that was before we joined the podcast, before we joined um, Notfest. So here we go. What happened is back in the day, Corey Taylor versus Chad Kroger started quite a long, long time ago. It was actually in the early 2000s. So Corey Taylor was quite open about the fact that he took umbrage with the fact that um, Roadrunner Records was putting a lot of money behind Nickelback Mm. and he was in an interview and he said I'm glad they could use our money to make Nickelback happy Um, and he said that's a very bitter subject for me and if I see any of those fuckers it's going to be brutal I love Corey for that so basically because obviously they were a massive band on Roadrunner Records making Roadrunner loads of money and then the money was taken from that to pump into Nickelback yeah yeah he was obviously like pissed off about that because he's like look we're doing shit put some money into us as well so Fast forward like years and years later, Chad Kroger must have been sitting on this, right? Like sitting on this. And he was promoting one of Nickelback's records on a show. And people are saying he seemed to be a little bit, you know, maybe he'd had a couple of beers. We don't know. So he started talking about Corey Taylor and started calling out Stone Sour, which is Corey Taylor's other band. And he said, I can't think of another band that's as diverse as we are. I can't. And I don't think that's me talking from pride or ego. Yeah, because they're stone sour trying to be Nickelback, they're okay. But they're not as good as Nickelback. They sound like Nickelback light. Oh, I mean, honey. come on, Chad. Baby. Why are don't you going for Corey? That. Like stone sour have been going for years as well. Like, bef- anyway. Embarrassing. So... Corey Taylor, if you pick a fight with Corey Taylor, you lose. You lose automatically. Why would you do that? The neck, right? So <laughs> here's what Corey Taylor responded. Yasmin, tell me this isn't the best put down you've ever seen. He responded, You can run your mouth all you want. All I know is I've been voted sexiest dude in rock wearing a mask, and you've been voted ugliest dude in rock twice without one. <gasps> Stick it up your ass, dude. Curl oh! up in bed with your Hello Killer, Hello Kitty pillow and shut up. Bro, that is. And then, and then, um, and then he went on and said, I don't want to talk about that dickhead. Why do I give a shit about what Chad Kroger says? Chad Kroger is to rock what KFC is to chicken. Is that wrong? I feel like I'm not wrong. I'll still eat it, but I'm not going to feel good about it. Shout out to Corey, because in 2017, he tried to draw a truce, saying, I've been fucking trying to bury that for months now. It's out of my hands, man. Stone Sour played in Sydney over the weekend, and people started to fuck Nickelback chant. I'm like, fuck, I'm never going to get away from this. It's so fucking funny, especially when I'm seeing all of these tweets and shit from fucking Nickelback fans. I'm like, he's the one who fucking started it. I didn't say a fucking word. (laughs) And the two musical, um, they just haven't buried the hatchet yet publicly. So who knows what's going on? Um, Maybe We Wear Black could be the mediators. We could get them both on, get them to to make up. Maybe that's what we should do. I think that's what we should do. 
you know I'm, I wish I was allowed to tell all the stories but I know for a fact Chad Kroger can hold a, a grudge that's what I'm going to say I know he holds grudges um, he's a Pisces so he's a petty I think he's a Pisces so he is a petty man wait let me ch- let me double check let me double check because I want to say this with my whole chest he's not even a Pisces I'm so stupid never mind ignore me <laughs> Okay, well, we'll cut that bit out. Um, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> you weird people with your weird astrology stuff. Listen, Listen. astrology is real, okay? Yeah, sure, real, I real stupid. I mean, astrology of the of the sky. Anyway, um, so I've watched loads of videos as to why people hate Nickelback, and Yasmin, all I keep seeing time and time again is it's like it's a personal preference. And to me, at this point, like, I can tell why Corey and Chad would have a bit of beef between them. I can see that. What I can't see is the mass hatred for Nickelback. And the only thing I can think is it's some kind of bullying everyone jumping on the bandwagon. Because when you ask people for excuses, they're like, they're like, oh, they're then like trying to be like Metallica. They're trying to, and it, they're too similar to bands that aren't hated. So at the moment, Unless you're Corey Taylor, I just can't understand why people have this level of hatred for Nickelback. And so I'm going to continue loving Stone Sour. I'm going to continue loving some Nickelback music and obviously obsessing over Slipknot. I went on Reddit. Oh. As I do. And I there's a there's a r slash music and it's a serious post. It says, why do people hate Nickelback so much? Someone said, I understand that some people just hate them because it's cool. But is there any legitimate reason? Um, so, here's your answers, I guess, from the people. Someone said, fuck if I know, they've got some catchy songs. Ah? Uh, ah? Uh. Um, the Roadrunner thing. See, I can understand that, because at the time, Roadrunner was a super heavy label, and people often followed labels, and you used to buy, like, Roadrunner Records albums or whatever. So, I can understand that when Roadrunner signed a band that was that kind of soft rock, it went against metal. So I can kind of understand why a lot of fans would hate it from there. Someone said Nickelback is a media corporation's horrible answer to the aftermath of a discord of a generation who lost their artistic leader, which is the grunge movement when Kurt Cobain died. Right. kind of fizzled out and then Radio Rock boomed in the 2000s. And a lot of people don't like Nickelback because of that. Um, basically so they you're... blame Nickelback with, with killing grunge? Yeah. Is it a bit like... When I hear Machine Gun Kelly on the radio, instead of playing uh, a Sleeping With Sirens, a Pierce the Veil, a Bring Me The Horizon, I'm like, oh, you chose to play Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Okay. So Someone those said people I don't have dislike them, but it, people do say it's because they're bland. Um, you see, they're not any more bland than other bands. I'm, I'm sorry. They've got some good, they've got some bangers. This is a... Mm. They are essentially a relic of post-grunge bands that essentially imitated the most influential and ultimately satisfying acts like Pearl Jam and Stone Temple Pilots. That's interesting. Mm. I personally don't think there's much correlation. Like, yeah, the post-grunge, you know, to move to radio rock is like obvious. I, d- I just don't think that's Nickelback's fault, personally. I wonder if, like, if you didn't live through... If, if some, you're somebody who didn't live and love grunge then you wouldn't have felt the transition happen. So I guess maybe that's why it doesn't seem like that big a deal to me because I didn't, I, I don't have that reference. Most of it is just about the grunge, people are pissed off. Grunge fans, 
the grunge bands are mad so someone bullet point said their music is bland Chad Kroger's voice is annoying and they're really corporate I mean I I hate to say this I hate to say this but when people say a band is corporate 90% of the time because there are there are corporate made bands 90% of the time it's just because that band has money now and is able to do more stuff with their money like uh, scene queen the other day got called an industry plant I'm like babe she's been signed to a record label now her budget is more than like five dollars I like they call Metallica like, corporate I know and, and it's like it's like it's, it's become a what you're saying is they're no longer a local band and they've become a business and you don't like the fact that, that now it's business. not as accessible to you like is that what it is but like here's the thing I feel like the only people that call people industry plants are people who don't work in the industry we all know mm. what an industry plant looks like when you work in media you know because you've been behind the scenes and like most of oh I wish I could call them out I wish I could call them out people that people call industry plants aren't industry plants yeah it's actually harder to spot because there's a whole team of people making sure you can't spot it all I'll say is just look at what people were wearing before oh they didn't oh we just suddenly found rock Oh, we just suddenly found rock and um, yeah, let's have a look at the music you were releasing before. So we've got to the bottom of it. People are just mean. Is that the bottom of it? Is that it? I just, yeah, I just feel like it's, um, what's the word? Mob, mob mentality a little bit. Cancel culture. <laughs> cancel culture. You sound like there's people on Twitter who are like, I hate cancel culture. I'm being cancelled and they've done something genuinely wrong. You know, like those right-wing media people who um, are like, yeah. woke culture's gone too far. They're taking Nickelback from us now. I, I, don't, think, I don't think that Chad Kroger is like the standard of a be- the best man not, um, writing lyrics and he's made mistakes. But name me a band who hasn't at this point. I think people are just particularly hard on Nickelback because the kind of music that they make is soft rock and I think it's easier to like it's it's harder to make fun of a thrash metal band or like a deathcore band because they're like cool i'm super heavy i don't care but when you're softer in rock and you're a man it's easy to like poke the bear um and lizzo even defended nickelback recently did you see that look at this photograph lizzo was like they write tunes (laughs) i love lizzo for that lizzo is one of us lizzo if you ever want to come on the show let me know um we can make sure she listens i'm sure she listens we can make it happen girly pop what would you say your words of wisdom are? Don't judge a book by its cover photograph. Oh my god, Yasmin, I hate you. <laughs> Sometimes you want to be a rock star, and that's like... Oh, Yasmin. Do your words of wisdom. Mine are going to be terrible. That's it. My words of wisdom are... You don't have to follow the mob. See what you think. Analyse things. Look into the facts. Find the facts. And then make your opinion. Um, so if you want to give us a follow... Um, you can follow me at I am Sophie K on all of the social media platforms. You can follow me. I'm at Yasmin Suman X on everything, especially Blue Sky. Oh my god, I finally got access. Someone gave me a code. Um, you can follow Nickelback at Nickelback. <laughs> you can follow at We Wear Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> you can email us wewearblackpod at gmail.com. Why? Why is it hard to get into Blue Sky? Because it's code. Like you have to have an invite code. Oh, is it a bit like that? Um, that chat one that happened during. I don't know. Clubhouse during I, lockdown. I, Do you remember Clubhouse? I got an invite because I'm popular. No, I'm kidding. I had to beg someone for it. Okay. Cool. Um, I am going to continue being old and not knowing what Blue Sky is. And yeah. We'll catch you next week. See you we'll next see week. you. It's London, though. If you're...
You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.